Hey, this is Eric, and you're listening to the Jumpman Podcast. Chad, my brother, is sick. He has vaginaitis, so uh, he cannot talk today. But I'm here, and uh, I'm here for one thing, to review Batman vs. Superman. Now, guys, uh, this was... I didn't like the movie, <laughs> but... um. This is a, a spoiler, a heavy spoiler review. I'm going to go straight through the entire movie and talk about it because I don't want to be one of those guys that just takes a shit on a movie because I didn't like it because I want to like it. I want to like every single comic book superhero movie out there. I go there because I want to like it. So I wasn't looking to take a dump on this movie. I wanted it to be successful. Like someone in the audience at a stand-up uh, comedy show, you want the comedian to be funny. And it pains you when they're not. Okay? But rather than just heckling, I'm gonna go through the movie, I'm gonna spoil, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna go right through the story beats, talk about it, and you know, I'm gonna give my you know, you can't just tell you when there's a problem, you gotta give a solution. So I'm gonna tell you about how maybe some suggestions I think that could have gone a little bit better. So, uh, this is my review of Batman versus Superman versus Fun. <laughs> Alright, so this movie kicks off. Spoiler alert, it's the last thing I'm going to say. I'm going to talk about the whole fucking movie. Alright, the movie starts off with, yet again, Bruce Wayne's parents being murdered. I mean, they did it very artsy-like, but still, really? The movie's got to start off with, really, Bruce Wayne's parents being murdered again? Come on, dudes. So, we're kind of sick of that shit, but anyways... Then it goes from Bruce's parents being murdered into a dream sequence. A little early in the movie to be doing a dream sequence, but there we fucking are. Bruce is a little kid, falling into the Batcave, but then somehow magically floating, <laughs> realizing bats were good. He's like floating through the air and he wakes up. He's like, shit. Um, then we cut to Lois Lane, and she's in the Middle East, but she's not supposed to be. She's like interviewing, like, I don't know, a dictator or a terrorist or something. They don't even really say. And of course, and then like it goes sideways real fast. I think Jimmy Olsen gets shot in the face because <laughs> he's a CIA agent, but Lois didn't know. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Um, and then half the bad guys murder the other bad guys because they wanted to look like Superman did it. I don't know. Superman shows up and he saves Lois, but everyone else is dead, and the bodies are riddled with bullet holes. I forget if everyone blows up or not, but for some reason it's pinned on Superman, even though it doesn't shoot people. Like, Superman, you fucked up. It's like, well, who, who even cares? I don't know. But anyways, that just starts the beginning of the anti-Superman propaganda. The movie wants to convince us that Superman is a terrorist that can't be trusted. So it kicks off with, like, you see all these TV interviews, angry people waving signs, all this anti-Superman bullshit. It's like, oh, my God. Superman, he can't catch a break. You know, like, he didn't want to expose himself in the last movie because he thought people couldn't handle him. And totally right, because uh, here he is and no one fucking likes him. So, um, and then they show us why Bruce Wayne hates Superman because they do the... By the way, this movie takes place 18 months after Man of Steel. So they show the flashback that we've all seen in the previews. It's 9-11 style. Um, when Zod is beating up Superman, they're smashing through buildings, and one of them is Wayne Industries, and uh, the building comes down with his employees in it, and so Bruce Wayne is pissed. He blames Superman. But, I mean, and I understand. you you got to be mad at things that you can't control and stuff. But this is the part where, let's not forget, Batman, 
world's greatest detective. This is the part where maybe his brain should take over. In the last 18 months, between Man of Steel and now, maybe he should have been confronting Superman. Dress up as Batman, because Superman clearly knows about Batman. He's all over the papers. This is the part where you should be trying to talk to him, to gain an understanding. Use your bat, bat intellect to assess the possible threat. To find, talk to Superman, hear what he's about, to decide if, oh, maybe I should murder this guy, or you know what, maybe he, Superman, he's just new to this hero game, he doesn't quite get it, let's talk. No. All he just does is just obsess about the fact that he thinks Superman should die. It's stupid. Come on. This is not how Batman is supposed to think. But anyways. Then we go into another dream sequence <laughs> where Bruce Wayne is at his parents' tomb and there's blood dripping out of the tomb. And then this like bat monster jumps out, which legitimately makes everyone jump. Um, and then I don't know why. Another dream sequence. Why the fuck not, I guess. Then we have a side plot of smuggling kryptonite to the United States. Zod's, one of Zod's ships fell into the Indian Ocean. Someone found a uh, chunk of kryptonite and Lex Luthor wants to get into the U.S. He tries to do it by legal means and this uh, Holly Hunter plays a senator and she's like, that's not happening. So now he's got to try and smuggle it in. This whole plot is just dumb. It's just not necessary. Why not just have him find kryptonite? Or already have it. It's, you're kind of wasting her time right here. Um, then you see Batman for about two seconds. But shit, it's a great two seconds. It's like some cops... And they go into this building, and there's a bunch of women being held prisoner. And they're like, come on, you're free. And they're like, no, the devil came and freed us, but he's still in the building. And they won't leave because Batman is in there. And even though Batman freed them, he's so terrifying that they don't even want to leave. And so they hear some fight. The cops hear some fighting upstairs, and Batman is just, like, brutalizing people. And he's branding them and stuff. And they're terrified. The cops are terrified. And this, I was like, this is so good. Because this is like the whole, I am the knights. You know, this is like, shit, Batman is striking fear into the hearts of people. He's doing what we've always heard. You know, like, people are legitimately scared by it. They know about Batman. They don't want to cross him. Even when he saves these women, they're like, let us know when he leaves. We're not look, We're not going anywhere. They close themselves back in the cell until he leaves. I was like, this is good. Bad guys are terrified of him for good reason. I was like, this... This is effective. I like it. You you see him in the back costume for only like two seconds. But still, you're like, all right. I can get behind this. Okay. Just as long as we don't have any more dream sequences, I mean, this movie might turn around. Okay. You know, it's, it's a bad start. But uh, uh, let's see where this goes. Then we get Lex Luthor. Jesse Eisenberg. A controversial casting, but, you know, just like Ben Affleck as Batman, I was ready to just see what happens. Oh, God. I really hated what they made Jesse Eisenberg do. Because I think he could have been a good Lex Luthor, but he is just fucking talking in riddles about God metaphors and power analogies. Every time you talk to him, he's always comparing Superman to God. What if, you know, God can't be good because then he lets evil things happen, and that's not what good people do. So God this and power. You can't have a lot of power without being evil and... And it's just, just fucking tell us, just just say all that. I don't like Superman, but no, he's got to talk about these God metaphors. He cuts a deal. He gets access to Zod's ship and to Zod's body. Um, 
he goes on there, he like uses kryptonite blade to peel off Zod's fingerprints and uses the fingerprints to get access to the ship and just tells the ship to do whatever he wants. And I think this is the part of the movie where he accesses the, he accesses the ship databases and learns about Darkseid, you know, because I don't know. I, I think we're supposed to think that he learns a lot because he, he tells the ship they've got all this history and he's like, tell me everything. And uh, this sets into the motion um, Doomsday later in the movie because he's got Zod's body and um, he cuts his hand and, and adds some of his own blood to it and tells the computer to get busy. It's It doesn't quite spell it out for you, but... Um, Lex sucks. <laughs> he's just... He talks very... He's very manic. He's very over the top. Um, now he's at a party and uh, he's, he's hosting like a fundraiser and stuff and once again he's talking about God metaphors and power analogies like everyone in the crowd is uncomfortable and everyone in the audience is uncomfortable too because it's like again just fucking is this is this the best like is this the reason why you don't why you you're the villain in this movie like Lex in the cartoons and the comic books and stuff Lex you know like the original Lex hated Superman because of when he crashed but mostly Lex is just like I'm an evil businessman. You are in the way. I must turn public opinion of Superman, must turn them against them so that I can get him out of the way and continue being an evil businessman. And in this one, he just, like, he just doesn't like Superman because he's so powerful. So he's just like, fuck that guy. He's so awesome. He's ridiculous. He's dumb. He just doesn't, I, I just don't feel, I can't connect with Lex because he, he just keeps talking about, like I said, these God metaphors. And it's just like, well, can't you just come out and say, like, I'm an evil dickhead and I need this to happen. But he just really, I don't know, it's stupid. And the way he talks is, is just dumb. Just fucking talk straight. Don't don't run in circles all the time. But um, this is a fun moment at the party because we've got the big three. We've got Clark Kent. We've got Bruce Wayne who's trying to um, steal some secrets from Lex. And you've got Diana. You've got Wonder Woman who shows up. Um two and she is like messing with Bruce. Bruce manages to steal a bunch of secrets from Lex, but Diana steals his little data encryptor from her, from him, sorry. And, and meanwhile, Bruce, uh, Clark Kent um, is using a super hearing and he can hear Alfred talking in an earpiece into uh, Bruce Wayne. So he knows something's going on too. So that was kind of cool. It's just every time Lex talks, it sucks. So, um, but anyways, I was like, all right, cool. We see Wonder Woman and stuff. All right, maybe this movie's going to turn around. And then it's time for another dream sequence. Yeah! Three dream sequences in the first hour. Yes! Because that's how you fucking write a script. I don't even know what the hell this dream sequence is about because basically Ben Affleck is getting some, some glimpse of a possible alternate future where Darkseid has taken over. You see the Omega symbol. Um, this is that one where you saw in the trailer with all the... Um, Batman in the desert, and like everyone's worshiping Superman, and there's parademons. Parademons are kind of interesting, but it's again, it's just it's not real. So I can't get excited about it. And why the fuck is he having a dream like this? You know, how can he have a dream about parademons if he's never even seen them before? Like what? And so that's confusing. And again, this is our first real glimpse of Batman. We've only seen him for two seconds earlier. Now we're seeing him for real, and it's just disappointing because it's like I wanted to see him for real, real, not dream sequence. So I'm just like, I can't believe we're this far in the movie, and this is the most we're getting of Batman so far. It's just a dream sequence, Batman. This is, uh, it's dumb. Mm -hmm.
I don't like it. I want to like this. How is he having this dream? You know? So then his dream, this is a little confusing too. His dream sequence is interrupted by, I believe, the Flash coming from the future. So Ben Affleck wakes up in the Batcave, and all of a sudden the Flash kind of shows up like, like, Bruce Wayne, I am. Well, he doesn't say he's the Flash, but he's wearing red and he's got like a robot suit, but he's got like a Flash costume underneath. And he's like, listen, Lois Lane is the key. Not really, but we've got to keep that actress happy. Um, you were right about him. Uh, bring us together. And then he disappears. And we're like, the fuck? So Bruce Wayne just went from a dark side alternate reality dream to Flash from the future. He is confused. I'm just sitting there like, the hell is going on, man? Really? So now we go back to that kryptonite subplot. You know, Lex Luthor is trying to smuggle the kryptonite into the United States, and Batman knows it, and he's trying to steal the kryptonite because he wants it. So you have this big, complicated action sequence where you get to see the Batmobile in action. The Batmobile is pretty sweet. Um, He's chasing down these semi-trucks that have the kryptonite, and, you know, cars are flipping, machine guns are blasting, Batman's being kind of cool, and, uh, you know, this big complicated action sequence, and then Superman actually stops Batman. Superman's just standing around the corner, Batman comes around, and that's the scene in the trailer where the Batmobile smashes it into Superman and doesn't even hurt him, and Superman rips the, the, the sunroof off and was like, you know, the next time the bat signal's in the sky, don't answer it. He goes, this is me showing you mercy. And then I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Showing you mercy? Like, and why do you want Batman to stop? Hey, do you ever, Superman, are you going to take a second and wonder who Batman was chasing down in the streets? Because I know you don't like Batman, but the people in the semis were shooting machine guns at Batman. And I don't think it was just self-defense. But Superman don't care. He just is like, go home, Batman. He doesn't even investigate what the hell was just going on there. Like Batman's trying to steal the kryptonite, and Superman just like doesn't even realize that he's letting Lex Luthor get the kryptonite. Again, it was kind of a cool action sequence, but it's just dumb. Like, why? There's no reason for this to be happening. So we go back to the files that uh, that Bruce Wayne got from Lex that Diana stole from Bruce, and Diana just gave them back to him. He decrypts it, and there's just these little um, folders. And each one of them is on a future Justice League member, complete with all their symbol already. So you get this this folder with the lightning bolt on it. He clicks it and he sees some surveillance store footage of the Flash foiling a robbery. And then there's another. There's an A. There's an A logo for Aquaman, and you see Aquaman in the ocean for like a second. And then you go to another one. You see Cyborg, and you see his dad. It's like Cyborg's body is the only the human parts that are left strapped to a board. And you see um, the moment that he becomes cyborg. And so, oh, this has been a nice seven minutes, you know, of not the actual movie that we're watching that we'll just, but we need to set all this stuff up. This is like the Thor taking a bath in Avengers 2. Um, so we've seen all this stuff that has really nothing to do with this movie. So now it's, yay, it's time to get back to the actual movie. <laughs> um, now, uh, there's a Senate hearing to talk about why everyone hates Superman. And they invite Superman to go. Lex Luthor is there. Um, actually, he leaves, and he actually blows up the Senate hearing. Superman's about to talk. The whole place blows up. Everyone's dead. And it actually caught me off guard, which is cool. I had no idea 
that the place is about to blow. So it's like, oh, shit. And Superman is just standing there next to this podium that disintegrated. Everyone else is fiery skeletons. And he's just standing there like, fuck, I should have seen that coming. And I was like, man, that, that's kind of cool. I like that. Like, that's Lex Luthor. All right, cool. Lex Luthor, you blew the place up. Because everyone's anti-Superman, and now they're going to and they frame Superman. Everyone's like, did Superman do that? Or could he have stopped it, but he didn't because he was on trial? And so I was like, that's cool. That's some good character assassination. Good job, Lex. Um, even though you suck every time you talk. Um, but, unfortunately, now it's Superman's turn to have a dream sequence. I mean, ah, Batman's already had like three. So now it's time for Superman. So he's like walking up this mountain. I don't know if he's he's kind of in exile for a moment. And he sees Kevin Costner and he says, what's up, dead dad? And him and dead dad have a conversation. And the whole time I'm just like, what the fuck? He's like, why are we doing this? Still more. So I don't know if this is technically a dream sequence or if he's just like daydreaming in his mind or something. But still, it's like, it's stupid. Um... So while he's doing that, though, then we cut back to Batman, and he's just doing a trendy CrossFit workout. It's like, ah, oh, watch me hit a big tire with a sledgehammer. Now watch me push weights. Now watch me grab those big ropes and move them. Ah, yeah, CrossFit. It's like, sorry, dude, that none of that's going to make you strong enough to fight Superman. But it's just like a really dumb montage, and he's kind of like putting his shit together ready. He's got the, oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, he stole the kryptonite from Lex, and we didn't even see it. Lex comes back to his place after the bombing, and there's bullet casings everywhere, glasses smashed. Oh, the kryptonite's gone, and there's a batarang sticking right in the metal where the kryptonite was. Boom, it's gone. Okay, that was it. Didn't even get to watch it. No, it's all gone. So that whole kryptonite subplot is just like a waste of time. All the time spent chasing on the kryptonite. Batman's just got it. So, awesome. Guess we didn't need all that other stuff. Ugh. So, it's but it's come to this. It's Batman versus Superman time. Batman turns on the bat signal and he's got his robot armor and it's raining and he's just waiting for Superman to come fight him. That's it. Come fight me, Superman, because you told me not to answer the bat signal, but I'm I'm just gonna turn it on and I'm just gonna stand next to it and hope that you understand that that means I want you to come here, so I'll fight you. Or I'm just gonna be standing here for quite a long time and I hope that. I can pee in this bat robot suit. Did I build? Did I build a urinal into this? I'm not even sure. Well, I guess we'll just we'll just stand here for a while. <sighs> Superman finds out that Lex knows his identity, and Lex has kidnapped Martha, his Martha Kent, Clark's mom. And he finds this out because Lex also kidnaps Lois and pushes her off a building. And of course, Lois is in trouble. Superman can hear it. Zooms in and saves her. Of course, when Martha or when uh, when Lois gets pushed off a building, Superman comes to the rescue. But when Martha Kent leaves her waitress job, and eight guys with ski masks jump out of a van and kidnap her and beat her up and and take her hostage and put a ball gag in her mouth and take pictures, Superman doesn't hear that. He's not he's not listening for his mom to be in trouble. He's just listening for his girlfriend, his his side piece, to be in trouble. So you know where you stand, Martha Kent. He didn't come to rescue you. Uh, just, just when Lois is in trouble. But, you know, Lex somehow knows his identity, and that's kind of cool, you know, because you should be able to figure it out. Um, and now he's talking to Superman about, of course, God metaphors and power analogies, like he always has been doing. You know, he can't just, he can't just say, I don't like you, Superman, because you're too strong and I can't control you. He's just like, you think you're a god. 
Blah, blah, blah. You think you have all the power. <sighs> he reveals he's been making Batman angry. He's been kind of setting uh, Bruce Wayne up to uh, to get pissed. So that means he also knows uh, Bruce's identity, too. doesn't reveal how he knows these things. He just does. And he tells Superman, you have one hour to kill Batman or he'll, or Lex will kill Martha. And, of course, he's like, oh, you can't even touch me. Or she'll know and someone will kill her. Dumb. So Superman has an hour to kill Batman or an hour to go find Martha Kent, his mom, and save her. Like he always does with Lois. So you've got an hour. Go save your mom. I mean, figure it out, dude. Let's use your super hearing or something or, you know... You're a superman. Go figure out an hour, dude. I mean, no. He's like, oh, geez, you got me, Lex. I guess I I got to go to Batman. I'm going to try and convince Batman to work with me. And this is going to eat up my hour. And Batman fucking hates me, but I'm just going to go try and talk to him. Okay. Oh, let's see how this works. So now he goes to Batman, and Batman's not here, and Batman just wants to fight. And so the, the big epic fight begins and three years ago when this movie announced I was like yes you know you want to watch batman fight superman like the comics like the movie a couple years ago dark knight returns baby but see when he fights him in dark knight returns there's like real reasons like superman is you know a puppet of the government and he doesn't believe what batman's doing and he's going to take him out and batman's like holy shit i really got to figure out how to take superman out and stuff and and here it's just like they're gonna fight because because Lex Luthor talked some shit about Superman to Batman and got him pissed off, and and then he tells Superman, "You gotta go, you gotta go, do this." And it's like they start the big iconic fight, but the reasons for the fight are so dumb that it takes away from the enjoyment of of the fight. They're just like, I don't even, I don't even care who wins now because you guys are dumb. You're fighting for a dumb reason. You're just idiots. <laughs> so they fight and Batman wins. And he's about to kill Superman with a kryptonite spear. But only stops because Clark, or Superman says, Martha! And Batman's like, are you, are you talking about my mom? Or are you talking about my mom or, or your mom? Who just both happen to be named Martha. I don't understand. Why are you talking about my dead mom, Superman? And then Superman, and then Lois, Lois jumps in and Superman's girlfriend has to stop him. Like, no, don't kill him. Batman, where is your logic? This is what it took? You've been bloodthirsty to kill Superman this whole time, and then he yells, Martha! And you're like, uh, can't do it. Superman has a, he has a mom, and it's my mom's name, and shit. It's like, oh, dude, is this, oh, what are you doing, buddy? So then all of a sudden, they're just like, oh, whoops, I get, we're on the same page. So Superman, Superman still can't save Martha. He's like, Batman, I need you to find my mom. <laughs> Lex has her somewhere. Okay, I'm on it. And oh, by the way, that uh, Zod ship where Lex has been growing Doomsday, it's like making a, a lot of noise and waking everyone up. Can you go investigate that? There's like flashing lights and stuff. Okay, let's go do that. So, <laughs> And then after they leave, Lois look, looks at the kryptonite spear and throws it in a big puddle. So she's like, Bleh. but of course they have her throat in the puddle because they're also going to need her to go back and retrieve it in five minutes from now, which is stupid. Let's have her throw the spear away. So then she'll have to go and jump in the water and hold her breath and then have to go back and get it. Are you fucking kidding me? So 
Superman confronts Lex. Lex talks about, you guessed it, God metaphors and power analogies again. Now he's created Doomsday, who's just a big, dumb animal. He's like, wah, come on. Just, you know, to fight. I guess he programmed him to want to fight Superman. I don't know. So Doomsday, who I was excited about, but he just shows up at the end of the... You can't have a villain show up at the end and just growl. And he has these weird powers like he radiates energy and absorbs energy somehow. They don't really explain it. So he shoots it out, sometimes out of his face, and then sometimes just in like a dome. Or... I don't, I don't even fucking know. So Superman's fighting him, but... You know, whatever. The, the coolest sequence of the whole movie is Batman is now going to do Batman's thing. His mind is clear. He uses detective skills to find out the building that Martha's being held hostage. He's talking to Batman through the or to uh, through Alfred to the through his earpiece, and he goes in there and just starts housing people. Batman style, like he's just a brutal fighter. Um, not brutal enough to beat them because at one point a guy comes up and shoots Batman in the back of the head, which luckily his cowl is bulletproof. But it's just like, dude, I mean, technically he shot you in the back of the head. Like, I thought you were better than that, Batman. But still. Batman, we're watching him beat the crap out of people. It's cool. He saves Martha, and we get our one joke of the movie that lands, kind of. So, and he's like, I'm a friend of your of your son's. And she's like, oh, I kind of figured because you're wearing a cape. And I'm still thinking like, whoa, buddy, you're not really a friend of Superman's. You were just trying to kill him a second ago. So we use that term loosely. But now it's time. Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. It's all time to fight Doomsday, who's just this big, dumb animal. And we don't quite know his powers. Wonder Woman shows up, and Wonder Woman's cool. You can just see, like, she has, like, battle. She's pumped for this battle. She's kind of like when Goku gets punched, and he's like, yeah, I've been looking forward to a big fight and a challenge. Wonder Woman, very cool. And the three of them, like, you know... They fight, but again, there's just no substance behind this fight. They're just fighting this this monster that has just the intention of killing Superman, I guess. You know, and so they're just trying to contain this threat. And so, I don't know, the stakes don't feel that high. Um, and then Superman kills him. He saves Lois from drowning in the puddle with this kryptonite spear. And he's like, I gotta do this. And he flies and throws the kryptonite spear through Doomsday. And then Doomsday throws his, like, jagged arm crusty things through Superman's chest and kills him. <sighs> and they're both dead. So now Lex goes to jail and they shave his head in jail. You know, just so people can be like, yay, he's bald like we, like he should have been in the beginning of the movie. Yay, all right. Um, and Batman goes to visit him and, Rex, and Lex is ranting even more. Now, about God metaphors and power analogies, like he has been the whole movie. Except now, nothing he says makes sense, and she's even stupid. He's like, jing dong, or the bells are ringing, and everything he fucking says is stupid. But we're supposed to be pumped because he drops like a little bit of a clue, and it's supposed to be about Dark Side. So it's supposed to be like, yeah, all right, Dark Side, next movie, maybe, awesome. And uh, Superman's dead now, and oh, but all the people love him now, and they have a big parade funeral. Who spent the whole movie, everyone hates him. No, he never even had a moment to smile. Never had like a fun moment, anything cool to do because everyone just hated him this whole movie. But he's dead, and so we love dead heroes. And so everyone's like, yay, Superman, all right. Let's throw him a big parade funeral. And then Batman realizes that he's a big dumb idiot, and he probably should have tried talking to Superman. So he's like, I failed. I failed Superman. So now I'm going to form the Justice League with these files I got from Lex. 
All right, cool. And then the movie ends with Superman's dead, and he's being lowered, his casket's in the ground, but at the, the very last frame, suggests otherwise. Maybe he's alive. Holy shit, was anyone surprised? No. Of course not. He can't be dead. It's Superman. You know? The last frame is like, whoa, the coffin twitched. Ah, no. Pfft. No one gives a shit. We all know he's not dead. So that's the end of the movie. And then I sat through like the longest credits of all time waiting for like an extra clip or something. Nope. No, no scene at the end. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's like something. <sighs> so needless to say, we're 28 minutes in this podcast. I was not happy. And, and that's the thing. That there's no joy in this movie. It's just dismal. And I understand you don't have to be like Marvel DC. I'm not trying to say you got to have jokes all the time. But there has to be some fun to it. Like, the whole movie is just how much everyone hates Superman or doesn't trust him or doesn't like him. And it's like, isn't this supposed to be his movie? Um, it's just like a bad PR smear campaign. It's like, this is your guy. And all you're doing is just tearing him down. And it's just, the whole movie is a series of downers. Everyone is sad and angry. The entire movie, that's it. You, you gotta have hills and valleys, guys. So, here's how to fix it. Lex sucked, but Jesse Eisenberg could have been okay. He could have been. If he had played his exact character from the Facebook movie, Social Network. If you saw the Facebook movie, um, Jesse Eisenberg in that one, the dude was kind of like cold and calculating. He was very insulting with his intelligence. You know, like every time he talked, like he would belittle everyone. And he basically got what he wanted during the movie, but without ranting like a lunatic. That's the guy I wanted to play Lex. If he had done his character from Facebook, if he had been Mark Zuckerberg Luthor, it would have been great. But instead, he's just flopping his long hair in the in the background and just doing all these the red the red capes are coming and all this bullshit. It's just like, oh, if he had just been his Facebook guy, I think that would have been really cool. Um, you know, when the villain sucks, the movie you know you're in trouble. So make him be Facebook. Also. Step two, make Batman smart again. He was blinded by rage. Now, you should have spent the movie having Superman trying to take down Batman based on their differences in ideology and have Batman on the run, trying to stay one step ahead of him and convince Superman, no, no, dude, look at it, things my way. You know, Superman, you're blinded by trying to please everyone. In doing so, you've kind of lost your direction. You know, and, and Lex has made things hard on you and stuff. And just have Superman trying to take it on a Batman. Like, ah, oh, Batman, you shouldn't be acting this way. I've, I've got to take you out. Like, that would have been cool. You know, and, and Batman, like, to really feel like, crap, like, I can't hide from Superman. I can't beat the guy. You know, that would have been cool. Trying to get Superman to, to come around. But instead, Batman is the one who's just blinded by rage and just, and just being stupid. So, ah, oh, no, make Batman smart. And have Superman, you know, coming after him. That would have lended some more intensity to their showdown. Because then you could see, like, well, you need Batman to win the fight, but also to win the struggle to get Superman to understand that he's being tricked. But instead you had them both kind of be tricked and stupid. And so the fight was just like, well, we're just going to punch each other, I guess, because what could be the outcome of this? It didn't make any sense. Um, another way to fix it, less dream sequences. <laughs> Three, uh, you know, like I said, by my count, it was like three and a half dream sequences. Are you kidding me? You know, come on, guys. 
the hell? Everyone's spending time taking naps during this movie. Jeez. Get rid of the dream sequences. Um, and do more regular Batman stuff. Like, when, when you put Batman in the costume, it was pretty cool. He's not in it a lot. Um, give him more regular Batman stuff. That would have been cool. I mean, the first, and, and same thing with Superman. Have Superman, the whole first half of the movie, Superman and Batman basically do nothing. Have them do more stuff. Now, because I really liked all three heroes, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, I liked their characters. Cool costumes, cool, I like Batman, was a, or Affleck was a great Batman. Superman, Henry Cavill, he's good. Uh, Wonder Woman was good. Like, they all, Gale as Wonder Woman, they did great. But they're just forced to be dumb by the script. I mean, you had, you had great source material from the comics, but instead, they just decided to go and make their own shit. And it sucked. <sighs> so, I did, but I did really like all three of those actors and actresses. They, they were great. And... Given a better script, they could have made a much better movie. Like, they definitely found the right people to be there. And for everyone that was pissed about Affleck three years ago, suck it, man, because he's good. And my final note is that I am pumped for a solo Batman movie starring Ben Affleck. Give him his own movie. Have him going after some iconic villains. I think it'd be awesome. Like, I hope he's got, I think he's got, like, a little bit of a scene in Suicide Squad. I'm pumped for it. Because I want to see Batman doing more Batman things. Because that was great. Bruce Wayne just being pissed at the world and stuff? Nah. Pass. But a solo Batman movie with Affleck would be great. I don't know if we'll, if we'll get it because, you know, you could you could already see that he knows that this movie was a stinker, even though it's making a ton of money for now. Um, but yeah. I mean, the special effects were kind of cool. Everything was in the dark. But, uh, you know, again, I don't want to be that one that just... I wasn't looking to take a dump on this movie. I want it to be good. I always want superhero movies to be good. And it was just it was just such a downer the entire time. You've got to give us some good moments, too. It just didn't work. So, will I see Justice League? Of course. <laughs> will, will I see the spin-off movies? Of course. You know, learn from your mistakes, guys. Maybe stop letting Zack Snyder do all your movies, too. Let someone else try. You know, I'm just, just saying out here, so... Um, you know, and uh, feel free to disagree with me. Go on our Facebook page, Jumpman Podcast on Facebook, and uh, or our own website, jumpmanpodcast.com. You can also listen to us on iTunes, RetroWare TV, elder-geek.com. Um, you know, maybe you thought it was the greatest movie, and I'm an idiot. You're wrong, um, but there was some there were some cool moments and stuff. And but uh, I don't I don't need to see this movie a second time ever. <laughs> so um, you know, that's too bad. But and I'm definitely looking for Captain America Civil War. I'm sure they'll get it a little bit better. But um, we'll see. But uh, we really need a Batman Affleck solo movie. That would be awesome. So uh, we'll see you next week. Later, dudes.